What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel coming to you from Midtown Studios in downtown Bakersfield. I'm your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel. What's up, my man? What's up, brother, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I love the weather, man. I love the sun. I love the heat. Starting to shift on us. It is is shifting, yeah. Starting to shift on us. We're going to have to go out and get our tan on, get our swim on, get our barbecue on. I'm excited for all of those things. I normally bake in the sun. So I'm gonna have to do a better job with, you know, getting that that suntan lotion and. I just, stuff. I just said we're I, gonna have to go and get our barbecue on, and I thought you were gonna like correct me and be like, I normally bake in the summer. Like I don't, I don't barbecue. That's when I do my baking. And I was gonna be like, really? I bake too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's important to you know, you know, keep abreast to the different things and cooking wise. I don't know, man. But today. Uh, we have on on this week's episode. We're going to be talking about crowd surfing or community living, mm-hmm. uh, and and we're we're going to be coming at this from Romans chapter twelve verses three through five. Because you know, Scripture says that we're better together than we are alone. Right. Yeah. And and community uh, in the church communities, it's life giving. It's essential if you want to follow Jesus. If you want to do as Jesus did. Yeah. So we look at Romans chapter twelve verses three through five. It says because of the privileged and authority or the privilege and authority that God has given me. I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Well, ow. Yeah. <laughs> be, be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. So huge, right? Measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Mm-hmm. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function. So it is with Christ's body we are many parts of one body we all belong to each other huge huge description here as we you know i know that there's times in in people's uh, walk with god or in people's experiences with church where they they feel like they they want to make everybody an appendix they (laughs) they want to make everybody that part of the body that like what are you really good like what are you even doing here you're 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 you need to we need to remove you but but this is saying that every single part is has a special function and so it is with christ's body we are many parts of one body but there is a difference between building crowd and building community there's a difference and so that's kind of what i want to unpack today mm-hmm. i want to unpack this because any car wreck can build a crowd yeah you ever been on the you know you're on a road trip and you go down the street and why why in the world is there traffic there's not traffic because roads because things are blocked off there's traffic because there was a wreck off to the side nobody is near it but everybody slows down to see it because everybody you know any wreck can draw or build a crowd but only a community can nurture the victim yeah and we've been called to live in community yeah you know what i love about this verse as we kind of jump into it because i know we're focusing on on the end here the towards the end of the verse but i love how how he says, don't think of yourself better than you really are. Right. <laughs> I love that. And then he goes on to say, be honest in your evaluation. He says, measure yourselves by the faith God has given us. Yeah. And I love that because sometimes we tend to measure ourselves based on what man's opinion is or what the world is doing. Yes. And so I think this is important for what we're talking about because we are created for community. That is our identity. That is yes. how we 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 come together we sharpen each other we love each other we build and grow with one one another and that's the faith that we share together um and that was that is what god has called us to so he says measure yourselves measure what you're called to do your identity um what i've asked you to do the assignments the seasons that you're in by by 
the faith, you know? Yes. And so we use God's word as we're, we're talking about here. We use God's word to measure, okay, what am I really doing here? Am I here for myself or am I here for others, you know? Right. And, and that's what God has created us for. And so I love that. Yeah. And, and I think that there, there's, there's some misnomer mm-hmm. as it pertains to com- community building um, in the body. And, and that's why, that's why I kind of wanted to build that dynamic yeah. between and talk about the tension between the crowd and, and, and yeah. community, because there's a difference. Um, I remember, um, being in youth ministry years ago and I, I, I would always, you know, at conferences or whatever, I would always kind of get pulled to the side by different pastors, um, who had, who had, you know, there were older pastors and they would pull me to the side and they would ask me questions and they would say, Hey, what, what can you do? Can, what can you do to come and help me build a youth group without affecting the traditions and dynamics of, of, of my church and my people here already? I don't want to change anything. I just want you to come and build a youth group. And I would always tell them like, I can't do that. You're asking me to come and build you a youth group. I, I can get a crowd here, but I can't promise you, uh, I can't promise you community, like, especially if you're not willing to do what's necessary to foster like a healthy Christ-centered kingdom-oriented community for that age group. If you're asking me to create a crowd, can I show up for a couple of weeks and create a crowd? Yeah, I can give away a PS5 and I guarantee you I'll get hundreds of kids there because they want to win a PS5. I can give things away. I can call some friends and have some special guests. You can create a crowd. It's easy to create a crowd, it's easy to create spectacle, but creating a kingdom oriented community is hard work. That's harder to do. And that's, I think that's even, um, our culture, man, our culture is, our culture is very, very, um, spectacle driven, spectator driven, right. Um, with social media and everybody wanting a platform to say, Hey, look at me, look at me on this, on this, uh, video look at me on this feed like yeah. look what I can do look yeah. what I'm about and look how I can impress you and it's just this one person that everybody's drawn to that's that's kind of the the culture of what we live in right now yeah and so when we talk about it it, it kind of just comes into the church as well into our faith of like hey look at me there's one guy here you know right um right and, and everybody everybody wants to be their own brand yeah yeah as opposed to coming together in community and pointing to right you know Christ yeah. pointing to God in, in, in community. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, that's something that yeah, it's, it's kind of something that's in culture is being yeah, you know, has fostered. Yeah, yeah. And spectacle will only create spectators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it's going to do. And we've not been commissioned or commanded to create spectators. We've been commissioned and commanded to create disciples of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and so that being the case, what does Jesus say about community? Like we, you can learn a lot. Like if you don't know a lot about what Jesus says about stuff, read, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you don't know a lot about his life and how he lived his life, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read these, these gospels that talk about his, his time here that talk about how he spends time with community in community, not just with the multitudes and the crowds, but he actually creates and cultivates this kingdom oriented community. And we look at Matthew uh, 18, uh, chapter 20, he says, for where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. Mm-hmm. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in there. And this is Jesus talking, and spoiler alert, Matthew 18 will be, um, is going to be a focus of, of, of a future episode for us here at Chicken Scratch Gospel, because I love that. I love that, uh, that chapter. Mm-hmm. It's a very important chapter for God's church. 
But, but here it says, not only are we better together, but the main reason that we're better together is because when we're together in the name of Jesus, Jesus is there. Mm-hmm. He shows up and he makes yeah. it better. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, when we talk about Jesus in Matthew 18 and he's saying, there I am in the midst. Yeah. Um, this was something that was very, very prevalent in the, in the New Testament, the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. As they got together and they built community with each other and they shared each other's belongings and they, they funded each other's ministries and they ate together and yeah. their kids played together. And, like, and Jesus was there. His spirit was there with them. And in the book of Acts, it says that the church grew. It continued to grow, grow, grow because they were such in tight community with one another. Yeah. And they were all focused on this one common goal. And that was to, to preach the gospel. That was to let people know the love of Christ, you know. And is that our focus today? Right. As, as a community of believers, when we get together um, and we continue with what God has called us to do, is our primary focus the gospel is the primary focus yeah. to to love like Jesus loved, yeah. to spread his love around, you know, the community um, that we live in. Um, and I can honestly say it's not for a lot of churches it's not for a lot of churches or, or groups of believers. It's it's more pointed towards, you know, um, how I can get my product or my my organization, mm-hmm. you know, to be the best one or to be the most hip or relevant or whatever it is or get my doctrine across and this is the way it should be. And if you're not, you know, if you don't, you know, abide by this doctrine, then you're not, you're not, you know, it's, it's just so, because we get in, we get into this whole, you know, selfishness and this is what we think. This is our opinion. This is right. our belief. And, and um, it gets messy, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's, you know, we're going to, we're going to have some kingdom discussions as well. We have, we have some guests lined up here for our future episodes as well. I'm really looking forward to talking some kingdom stuff, some kingdom community stuff, because, you know, if if we are all a part of one body, uh, as the you know Capital C Church, if we're all a part of one body, if a you know there there's actually something that there's actually something scientifically wrong with you if your body is warring against itself. Yeah, that's actually a disease. <laughs> You're not healthy. The bo- the body is if your body is fighting itself. It's 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 something wrong with it that needs to be cured that needs to be helped and I think that you you hit the nail on the head there where I think that you know there is there's been kind of a time and a season and I and I sense and I really do sense in my spirit a, almost a shifting and a changing of the guard because there is a shifting and a change in in culture and culture will always change and and really the church should be driving you know uh, the the culture here but but for too long I think that we've been behind you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years behind what's going on in the culture. Um, but Jesus said, follow me to those that would be his disciples. He didn't say follow the crowd. Right. He didn't say go follow the crowds. And here's what's happening. Now, we see that there have been, because we want to make God relevant, which is hilarious in and of itself. Mm-hmm. There is God does not need our help to make him relevant. He is God. He is relevant. He will always be relevant. Um but we've been working so hard to make him relevant that there is a generation of people who are, who are rising up, who are growing up, that don't care what you can produce for them. They want to know if you're willing to be in relationship with them. 
they want to know if you're willing to do life with them. You know, it's that old adage of people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so it's not about, man, how much how much can I know? How much can I teach? No, no, no. How much can I love? How much can I how, how much can we we can we break bread together? Can we spend time together? I'm really big on that, right? You know me, and you know that like if we you know if we're going to if we're going to hang out or if we're going to go and meet some new people or whatever, what do I want to do? I want to go to a restaurant. Yeah. Why? Because it's, it's it's such an easy place to have that fellowship of of this, you're going to have conversations. M- meals are really centered around different conversations. It's not just quiet. When we go out to when we when you and me go out to eat, it's not quiet. Yeah. yeah. It's not quiet. We go and we eat and it's loud and because we're loud and we're laughing and we're we're <laughs> yeah. talking about things, you know, we get our, we get our families together, our wives together and we're laughing, we're having a good time. And people want that. People they, there's this deep innate desire within us to be in fellowship with someone created for community. Yeah. Uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head and this big void that's in us, it, not just to commune with one another, but to have primarily commun- community with God, uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and then community with each other. Why? Because our bodies should be talking to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the body should be, you know, if the, if the nervous system broke down and things started to not communicate, and your body would not function properly. They would say that you were sick. They would say maybe you were dying if the communication system, yeah. you know, broke down like that. And so I find it interesting that that's kind of where we, where we, where we are right now. Yeah. yeah. And you know what you said it too, like um, community is so important and God is relational, man. And I, I think back of even to the way beginning, cause you said we were created like this Yeah. to yeah. the way beginning in the book of Genesis, when God was actually in the garden with Adam and Eve. Yes. The Bible says he was there with them. Yeah. As they Adam walked in the cool right. of the evening. Yeah. With God. Yeah. Right. And and so they did life with God. And so he instilled that in us as humans to be mm. relational people. When things get out of relation, it gets really weird. Things things get weird. Yeah. When you don't and not just with each other. Like if we're out of a relationship, we don't have a, a relationship and we're just doing church together with no relationship. Things get really weird and they get really, really off. If you're trying to serve God without being in relationship with him, like authentic relationship with Jesus, it looks weird. You do some weird things as a Christian. It's like, no, that's not like who, what God are you serving and talking to? Because he doesn't, he don't do that, you know? Right. And so everything thrives off of this relationship with God and relationship with one another. Yeah. And the more that we're in relationship and in community, um, the, the more effective we are as the church. But what, what I see on a, on a grand scale is we are, you know, um, dysfunctional, you know, because sure. we're not talking to each other. We're not in relationship, even if it's just a text or an email or a call to another pastor or somebody else from a different church, you know, yeah. like who can like, hey, we're we're in relationship, we're in community because in the grand scheme of things, this is the church and we need to be in relationship and I'm not saying, Hey, I'm going to go out with, with, um, you know, this, this certain person every single week. That's my, no, it's like, Hey, we know each other because we serve the same God. We're on the same team here. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in the same part of the same community of believers, you know, Jesus. Yeah. And you know, there was a great multitude who chased Jesus for what he could do for them. Mm -hmm. That was the crowd. Yeah. That was the crowd. Uh, but the disciples followed Jesus and discovered what they could do for him, mm-hmm. how they could serve him. And that's kingdom community. That was, that was how can we serve, how can we, how can we reflect the love 
of God, of Christ, to one another. The way that we do that is we love we we love one another with excellence. Well, and and loving somebody with excellence, mm-hmm. you know, goes beyond um, goes beyond agreeing with them. Yeah. And, and, and we can, we can talk about that another time. That's a whole nother episode. I feel like, but, but this, this idea of community, it is not a new thing. It is, it has been around God. God said from the very beginning and and he looked and he saw that, um, it was not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. And so he made, he made a helper, he made woman. And if he didn't think that it was good for us to be alone, then at the, you know, beginning of creation, what makes anybody think that they're better off alone now? You've, you've not been created to be by yourself. And I'm not talking about, you know, the moments that you may take to go to a place of solitude, to have some prayer, to have some time. Um, you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, yeah. running away from yeah. community. Yeah. Because there are, there are also people that run from this idea of community and let's let's talk about that a little bit because this is my take on it the people that run from genuine kingdom oriented community i really think that it has a lot to do with not wanting everyone to know the crap that you deal with you know what i mean like because if you're around me long enough you're not just going to get to see the fun, loving, good stuff yeah. that I have to offer. You're going to see the ugly stuff. Mm-hmm. And I need you to talk to the ugly stuff. I need you to say, hey, man, that was ugly. You need to change that. Yeah. That's another part of the body. You know, the brain tells the hands, hey, man, we just did this this thing. We probably should clean you. You're dirty. Like, we we need one another to be able to be like, hey, man, that's... <laughs> You know, and, and I think that some of that people hide behind this idea of, yeah. well, I'm, you know, I isolate. That's what I do. There's nothing. And there's nothing wrong with having alone time. There's nothing. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you are running mm-hmm. from kingdom community and you can look in the mirror and be honest with yourself about whether or not you're running yeah. from community or if you like your some alone time. I like some alone time, too. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But if you're running from community, why? Yeah. Why? I, yeah. It's so good, man. Um. I think of it as, what are, what are they going to think about me? If I'm vulnerable, yeah. if I open myself up, <clears throat> what are they going to think about me? Are, are, are they not going to want to hang out with me? Or are they mm. going to think I'm crazy? Are they going to think I'm less of a Christian, uh, not measuring up? Because like, I think we live, especially in the culture, but even for us, like we do like cover up because we don't want to let people in to the real me yeah yeah the real me because of what i may get back from them Mm -hmm. or what i what i may not get back from them which there's a lot of truth in that because we do live in a culture where somebody you know really says who they are and they get back especially by the christian community right they get this backlash like oh he's this oh she's this you know and and it's it's goes back into where um, into the New Testament as well, when even with the prostitute, mm-hmm. you know, like they were going to stone her because of who she was. She was right. a prostitute and, and she was an outcast. I mean, you see it all throughout the Bible of people not accepting people. 
But what does Jesus do? He accepts. What do we do? And, and now in, in our day and age, there's a lot of people that still, oh, you're that? Oh, you've done that? Oh, man. Right. It's like, no, man. Like, we got to love each other despite our mess, despite right. the dirt we have on ourselves. So we can be open and free to say, man, this is what I'm dealing with, you know? Yeah. And somewhere along the line, we, we like came to this conclusion or as a society as a whole came to this conclusion that um, acceptance and agreement are the same thing. Right. Yeah. And they are not the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, I can accept you as a person. I can accept you as a human being and I can disagree with you. There's a lot of people that disagree with me mm-hmm. and still like me. All right. you know and still let me it's also some people i've discovered that you know that disagree with me and so they choose not to fellowship with me okay that's and that's that's anybody's prerogative but but this idea that you can only you know you can't sit here unless we agree yeah is is that that's how we lose this ability to to have iron sharpen iron and to have genuine good conversations uh, we, we, we have, we have got to, we've got to get back to this place where we accept though we don't agree. Jesus accepted this woman who was caught in the act of adultery at that time. He accepted her. And then what did he say? He didn't agree with her. He said, go don't sin no more. Yeah. Go sin. No, don't sin anymore. But, but I don't condemn you. Mm-hmm. And that's what kingdom community looks like. Kingdom community looks like, look, I'm not going to condemn you, but I'm going to tell you when you mess up. And you're going to tell me when I mess up and, and, and we're going to love each other well enough to be like, hey, dude, that was not OK, yeah. you know, and move on yeah. from there. But, but on the flip side, too, man, since we're opening this up and talking about it for people that don't want to be vulnerable and people that don't want right. to open up. Um, I'm not saying that there's 100 percent justification for that, but man, you have to you have to kind of like think about the people on the other end where they've confided in people. And, and the people that they did confide in ended up turning their backs on them, ended up talking about them, right. you know, ended up whatever it was, shaming them. So as, as believers and as people in community, we've got to love each other well. Yes. We've got to, if, if I opened up to you and said, man, like I have issues, man, like I, I'm addicted to this, I'm addicted to right. porn, right. I, I can't. And, and you as my brother, you pray for me, you know, yeah. um, you hold me accountable you don't just like, oh man, okay, I'll, I'll be, you'll be in my prayers. And then you tell other people. Hey, Ew, man, porn? Yeah. Hey man, this, this guy, pastor, he's a pastor. Yuck. He's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody else has issues, you know, and has ever, that's what I'm saying. Like, can we be a community that's authentic enough right. to, to, to love each other, pray for one another, hold each other accountable and, and trust each other to walk with one, one another in life. We have to. Yes. We, and so it's kind of like, yeah, I do want to open up, but I don't know if I could trust this person because somebody's done me wrong before when I opened up. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't trust this person because they excommunicated me when I told them who I was or what I was about. Yes. So it kind of goes both ways and we got to do better. We yeah. got to do better. And C.S. Lewis has this wonderful quote. It's a beautiful quote. Um, and it's, and it's really, it's a prayer mm-hmm. and, and the prayer goes like this. May it be the real thou I speak to. And may it be the real me who speaks. And I think that's, that's what we desire from one another as well. I desire that from God. God, please let me be just straight up and down with you. And please, Lord, take your liberty and be straight up and down with me. Mm -hmm. But in the community, that's what I'm looking for in community. 
I'm looking, please, hey, listen, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the real me. Please give me the real you. And it's funny because um, like what I think about now, but just came to my mind was, um, have you ever, have you ever been in conversation with somebody and they're themselves and then they find out you're a pastor <laughs> yeah. and they completely change <laughs> They completely change like how they act or who, like all of a sudden or, you know, uh, before they were cussing up a storm or they were whatever it is that they think is whatever them. But then they, they have this idea of like, oh, I have to change. I have to talk like this now or I have to be like this now because this is what this is what pastors do. This is how pastors act. I'm like, man, I, anytime I, that happens to me, I, I always find myself telling the person, hey, please don't listen, don't feel like you have to shift who you are because of what I do or who I am. You don't have to shift who you are because of what I do or who I am. It, it's, it, I, I want you. I want the real you. And, and I'm going to give you the real me. And that's, that's community living. That's, that's a beautiful picture of kingdom community. And, and I think that if we are going to be the church that God has called us to be, then we need to get beyond the crowd and we need to work hard at building kingdom community. Yeah. And that's, that's what this is all about. And, yeah. and, yeah. and so we gotta, we gotta focus on that. Andy, do you have anything to add to this? Go and talk to, throw to our producer, Andy, real quick. Uh, I've never experienced that pastor thing you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Just personally. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. No. Uh, Man, I was going to say something and I just forgot. Uh, somebody dropped one of our cameras. <laughs> that did happen in the middle of a point. And, and I was just in my mind, like, just stay to point. Stay to point. <laughs> don't, don't acknowledge it. Oh, man. Um, well, this I, is this is what this is. a it, yeah. It's an important thing. It's an important it topic to talk. You about. You know what? I, I love it because um, I was thinking about the crowd. Right. Because we're, yes. we're talking about from crowd to community. Yep. And how I'm the same way, man. We can do so many things to draw a crowd. Like you said, you had that that conversation with the youth pastor and you're like, I, I can bring a crowd in, you know, I'll just promote this and promote that. Yeah. We can do this. It's, it is easy nowadays to draw a crowd. But, um, <clears throat> but if you want to draw a crowd, man, an authentic crowd, you want to do it the right way. John chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus says this. He says, and I, Jesus, this comes from Jesus. Yeah. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all, I will draw all people me. to myself. Right. So, and I think of this let us worship thing that's going on right now with um, Sean uh, Fuke. I think that's his name. Let us worship. He's going around and, and he's always oh, doing like, like worship. He's yeah. Doing, having yeah, like doing, worship but, outdoor services yeah, or whatever. But I love it because he's going around and, and, and he is drawing these, well, he's not drawing the crowds, but He's left in the name of Jesus. People are getting saved. People are getting healed. Like, I love what's going on out there, man. There's a revival happening in right. different cities. And I love this because he's not hes not promoting a giveaway. He's not promoting a brand. He's not right. saying, hey, this, like, he's like, we're lifting up the name of Jesus. Right. And Jesus will draw them, draw them unto himself. And so that's, that's, that's how to draw a crowd, you know, if we're right. talking about crowds. But when we're talking about community, I look at the book of Acts because Jesus says, okay, now I got to go. Jesus says, now I got to go, but I'm going to leave the spirit with you. Right. You know, and right. you're going to go out and you're going to, you're going to draw all men unto yeah. me. You're going to preach, you're going to preach the gospel. You're going to go out into the highways and the byways right. and, and you're going to, you're going to preach this good news. And and the idea is that we have never been, we don't need to own what doesn't, what doesn't belong to us. Right. We don't need to own what's not ours to own. So this is, here's the deal. 
Our job is to do the lifting. Amen. God will do the drawing. Let's go. Our job is to love people well. It, God will do God's stuff. <laughs> we said that we, before. We will do the stuff that he's commissioned us to do, which is to go and talk about him, preach this good news, right. this gospel, and to love one another well mm-hmm. as we build kingdom community. I'm, it's, this is where we need to get some yeah. kind of, we talked about, you know, someday we're going to have like some, some different music, man, to, to queue up at some point to kind of get us. You got, you got something ready? You were gonna, yeah, you were gonna play the shining theme. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna give our recommendations. Let's do our recommendations. What what do you? I'm gonna go first. Actually, no, I'm not gonna let you go first because I did that last time, and I had something that was not like I didn't have a spiritual recommendation, and then you you came at it heavy with this amazing book, and I was like, oh man, <laughs> no no, it's great, it's great. And this one definitely, I want to give a shout out to my man, uh, my man Ben, who started a he started a new business. It's called Mr. Crudo. Hey now. And then, hey now. Some of y'all out there know what's going on. You know what the, you know what that means. But man, he makes pozole, he makes menudo. He does it up, man. And and so go out there, man. You want to check this, you want to check this stuff out. He takes orders uh every I think Friday, Saturday. Uh those that are watching on YouTube, you cannot see this card, but I brought it anyway. Uh it's, it's called Mr. Crudo. You can find it on social media. Follow him, man, share it, like it. Go and order some food. I promise you, you will not be disappointed because Ben, ben can throw down. Yeah, yeah he I've can had throw it down. Before. Um, even though I had a mad heartburn, you know, <laughs> it was good coming in. You know what I'm saying? That, that but, um, <laughs> the heartburn wasn't Mr. Crudo's fault. That was that was because that was my we old just, age. We just getting up there. That's all. <laughs> that was my old age. I have this book, man. I was um, this is actually when I was going to. I was in my bachelor's program at Fresno Pacific. Mm. Um, we read this book called The Upside Down Kingdom by Donald B. Crable. Mm. It's actually a great book. I don't know if this camera's working because it fell earlier. Um, it's working all right. So here's the book, Upside Down Kingdom. Paradoxes, man. I love, like, Jesus gives a yes. lot of paradoxes. He's like, hey, you want to live? Then you have to die. It's like, what? I got, yes. if I want to live, I have to die? That makes no sense at all. So this, yeah, this, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so this book, book talks about Jesus came, um, into the earth and just gave a bunch of paradoxes and it was actually the kingdom was actually upside down because people it. were looking for um a a ruler or a king who would reign politically yes and he actually came the opposite he would he actually came in as a servant and so the book talks about the implications of that how it relates to us it's an amazing book so i recommend this book upside down kingdom upside down kingdom mr crudo check both of the things out <laughs> and uh you know what Make sure that you follow us on social media. Check us out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications so you can find out what's going on with the new Chicken Scratch gospel, that new, new. Go love like Jesus. Go build community somewhere. Make some friends.